So once again, good morning, Macedonia, for the people that are in person and virtual. We're still on the series of Pearls of Wisdom of the Book of Proverbs. And just to reintroduce myself for the people that may be new, my name is, again, Joshua McLaurin. I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm a recent graduate of North Carolina Central University. And I am a Taste and See pastoral intern from the United Methodist Church Conference. And it's definitely a blessing to be here once again and to be able to preach today. As you may know in our series, if you don't know, we have already touched on last week being integrity and the week before being trust. And today we get the privilege to learn about humility. And so for me, as I look at humility from my feelings, it reminded me that humility is about grounding yourself. Humility to me was about learning that I don't have all the answers, that my knowledge is not enough, that the wisdom I have is not enough, that I have to learn more from God. And so that's just my take on humility. I want to share two different definitions about how humility is. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines humility as freedom from pride or arrogance, the quality or state of being humble. The Cambridge Dictionary defines humility as the quality of not being proud because you are aware of your bad qualities. And so as I was praying through Proverbs, as I was looking at humility and reflecting in my own mirror, I realized that us as Christians, it's tough to get it right all the time. I mean, just think about it. Throughout our days, we're bound to mess up at least five, six times, right? Even more, right? We don't get it right. But as people of faith, God knows that. God knows that we're going to mess up in the next hour. God knows that what our struggles are, what lessons we need to learn. And one of the points I want to share with you is as Christians, we should strive to learn what the lesson is after we have made a mistake. I'll share that one point again. As Christians, we should strive to learn what the lesson is after we have made a mistake. And so I just want to share just a piece of me really quick. I want to share how in a leadership role, I had to be humble. I had to see what humility truly looked like. And so I'm going to take you back 2018 before COVID and everything. I'm a junior in North Carolina Central University, still an undergrad. And every year at North Carolina Central University in this being Duke Auditorium, we have a back to school open and worship celebration. So I'm just gonna paint a picture really quick as I tell this story. Imagine this space being maybe eight times wider. And imagine the entrance being pushed back a little bit way more. This place is huge. It's about 700, 800 people in this place. And my role during the time was to pray in front of these 700, 800 people. And I was terrified, I was scared. I was just thinking to myself, how am I gonna do this? And as the welcoming was going on, as the welcoming was happening, I knew I was next. And it's funny that the first that came in the room my pastor, Pastor Gloria, who was the executive director of the Office of Spiritual Development Dialogue, the campus ministry that I was under, she does this like little hand signal to remind us students that we're in the program, hey, get ready to go, get ready to go. And 
she did the hand signal. I did not look over there. I was like, no, I can't do this today. I didn't say that though. She then, I'll never forget the text message. She then texts me and says, get ready. I look at it. She sees me look, look at it. Don't say a word. Then she says, what's going on? What's wrong? Still, still don't, I don't go up there at all. She can tell the story be- way better than me because she was the one trying to get me up there. But I didn't go. And whenever she went up there to pray where I was supposed to, I felt embarrassed. I felt as if the fear got over the faith that I had in God. And that was my humility lesson. I never forget the time afterwards. I was pleading to her. I was like, I got to get this next chance. I got to get another chance. And she was like, no. And I was like, well, why? I have to be able to redeem myself, right? And I'll never forget the words that she said to me was, you have to learn the lesson of why you did what you did. And so as a Christian, I had to strive to learn what the lesson was after I made that mistake. And of course, afterwards, it was frustrating, months of, you know, parent trying to reflect on myself. Eventually, next year, I did get the opportunity. It's 2019, it's the same setting, I'm sitting in the same seat. It's the same role. And I was just as terrified, just as nervous. But this time I did it. I was overjoyed. I promise you, I, I, I don't remember sitting down that day. I was just so happy, right? But as course, as Christians, we know that after we finish one test and we finally get it right, after getting it wrong five times, we know good and well that there's five more that is right behind. And boy, was that a struggle. And the reason why I bring my story up is because I had to be humble. Just like as us as Christians, there comes a time where humility hits us as a test, where we may go into that meeting thinking we know everything, thinking this may go this way, this may go that way, or we may plan out our day. We know what's going to happen at 1030, this meeting, this financial piece, and then our day just goes haywire. Our plans go a different way. And that's the test of humility. But hear the good news, brothers and sisters, because Jesus gives us an example of not only what humility looks like, but what grace is as a gift. And so I want to share this scripture, it'll be two scriptures, on the emphasis of being humble. The first scripture is John 3, verse 16. This is still the common English Bible translation. It says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son that everyone who believes in him won't perish but will have an eternal life. Brothers and sisters, that tells us that God loved us so much, you and me so much, to sacrifice himself for the mistakes that we make, for the mistakes that we're going to continue to make. It wasn't something that was well, this was the only mistakes that we're going to make. Jesus knew this and loved us so much to still do this. I want to just go a bit further, and I want to paint a picture before I actually say the verse. In Luke chapter 23, verse 34, I want to share the setting real quick. Jesus at this time is already on the cross, crucified, badly beaten, mocked. But he says these words. Jesus says, 
Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. If that's not what humility is, if that's not what true love is, if that's not what grace is, I don't know what is. Because in this text, it shows that even whenever we as Christians don't show humility to Jesus, Jesus still gives us the blueprint. Jesus still gives us grace. Jesus still says to his father, forgive them, give them grace. Grace is not something that you can earn where you can have a checklist of 10 things, and if you do, you get grace. It's a gift. For God knows that we as Christians are going to make mistakes. But it's most important that we understand that we serve a God that loves us for who we are, not just for the right things we do, but the times when we get it wrong, when we get it messed up, the times whenever we have to be humble, when we don't want to be humble. Because at the end of the day, we have to acknowledge that grace so that we as Christians can strive to learn what the lesson is after we have made that mistake. And we're going to make several different mistakes. It's not like we're going to get it right the next time. But God is still going to be always with us with that grace. And so as your brother, I hope that I just gave you a glimpse of humility As we can tell in our world, whenever you hear the words humility or the topic of wisdom or grace, it's not the most important topic in people's minds or in the world's minds. Especially hearing news about the road versus way, the one challenge I want to give as us as Christians is, how are we to show humility to people on both sides of this spectrum? Yes, we have our personal views, right? But how can we show humility to all that have different views than us? I want to take it a step further. Of course, as we all know, we're doing the Bible year. I invite you to join in. We're almost done with Proverbs. I know whenever I first came into Macedonia, I was like in Psalm 69. So we're out of the huge part of like 150 chapters of just one book. So if you start now, you actually doing good. If you start at Psalm 1, I commend you because that, that was tough. 69 through, I think, 150 was tough for me. So I invite you to be involved. I invite you to be involved in the Bible studies. I know I just recently came from one in the green room around 9 o'clock, 9.30. Be involved. Be around people that are sharing the word, that are trying to understand the word, that are trying to dissect the word. I know there's also one on Tuesday at 10 in this room over here. I can't pronounce the word right now, but there's one in there. And there's many of them. Create your own. Learn together. And my question, just really quick, and I'm just going to do raise of hands. How many are reading right now? And if you're virtual, you can raise your hand, I guess. How many are reading the Bible year now? Okay. How many or enjoying the Pearls of Wisdom series. I know I am. I'm learning a lot. And so I'm not telling you to raise your hands to, of course, sing you out, but I'm showing you how many people are involved. So maybe you can ask the question, hey, you've been in this before. You've been here several times. What does this look like? What can this look like for me? And then one question I want to ask is, How many of you are using these tools 
in your everyday lives, at your homes, with your families, in those unfamiliar places. Because God is giving us wisdom even when we make mistakes. And just like with my story, with wisdom that we learn, we must share it. Like my parents, they give me wisdom all the time. I may not fully understand it, but they always remind me that I messed up here, so I don't want you to make a mistake. Or if you do make the same mistake, here's some advice. Just like with my pastor and many others that have been in my life during ministry, they share their wisdom so that I could possibly have a better life through Jesus Christ. And so may you share your wisdom today with many other people. I want to share this one last scripture from Proverbs chapter 16, verse 20. It reads, those with insight find prosperity. Those who trust the Lord are blessed. With that being said, we have that prosperity to understand our failures, to understand our mistakes, to know a God that will love us, to have a Savior that loves us, that will walk with us. But be reminded that those who trust the Lord are blessed, so we are already blessed. But will you go out and bless others and share the good news? Whatever that may be for you, going out in the community, going to see that person that you struggle with being around, whatever that may be for you, would you please share that wisdom? I know I have to. And so as my point was, and as I want y'all to remember, as Christians, we should strive to learn what the lesson is after we have made a mistake. May you pray with me again. Lord, we thank you for walking with us. We thank you for whenever we have got it wrong, you still loved us. You still chose us. You knew the path that we would choose. And you love us so much to sacrifice yourself. Touch us where we are, Lord. Forgive us of our sins. And may you help us to be reminded that we have hope in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.